you're welcome to Mountain Springs Church Podcast, a podcast that brings you life-giving teachings and sermons from our church leadership. We hope that as you listen, you will be blessed and edified in your walk with Jesus Christ. And now, stay tuned as we bring you the teaching for today. Hello, this is Fidelis Obdubo. I want to welcome you to this edition of Mountain Springs Church Podcast. I want to continue from where we stopped. We talked about religion versus relationship in our first podcast. And I want to make this a continuation or rather part two of that edition, religion versus relationship. Now I'm talking about this because I've seen what or what damage religion has caused here on the earth. I've seen lies that have been wrecked people that have been misled or deceived they've they've embraced something that has caused their life to end up in a mess and cause violence in many places of the earth why because they're being religious they're trying to please god they're trying to do things to be seen as good and holy and fighting for the cause of God. Now that's the damage religion has done to the world today. And I've seen countries, especially in the developing world, people are enslaved all in the name of religion. People are running helter skelter looking for solutions because they've been told that if you do this or you do that, you're going to earn favor from God. You're going to experience the blessings of God. I mean, I can, I, can, I can continue with this list. It's almost endless, the damage that religion has done. So can we say that Christianity is a religion? Do we agree that Christianity is not a religion? Now, what I'm talking about here today is to throw more light on this fact or truth that Christianity does not fulfill or rather make the definition of what religion is all about. There are two different things entirely. Now let me say it again, Christianity is not a religion. It may have been numbered as one of the religions in the world because they're trying to classify the beliefs of humanity into different religious practices. And so Christianity was named as one of the religion but in actual truth christianity has never been a religion and cannot be a religion as a matter of fact if we continue to see it as a religion we miss an entire life of walking with god here on earth it becomes what we do our success in life or our the blessings we experience from God or we receive from God now becomes a reward to us, now becomes, you know, a payment for what we have done. Now, let me call up the scripture. When Paul said the wages of sin is death, he really meant it. He meant that death is actually a reward of man's disobedience. It is a payment. It is something that Humanity receives as a result of the disobedience of one man, Adam. 
Now, in, in the contrast, it says that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So we can see where he places eternity or eternal life. Never was eternal life meant to be a reward to humanity or for humanity. Eternal life is a gift from God. And if it is a gift from God, you did not do anything to warrant that gift. A gift is not something that, a gift does not define a payment that is given to someone as a result of what he has done. Then it's no longer a gift. If it is something I'm giving to you because of what you've done for me, it is a payment. It's a wage I'm giving to that person and not a gift who has done something to earn his wages. But eternal life here, Paul describes it as a gift from God. It is something we receive from God. And when we received this from God, we did not even know that we are dead in our sins. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Notice how he started. For God so loved the world that he gave. So the giving was as a response of the love of God and not the works that humanity have done. Whatever we receive from God, let me say it again, it's not a reward for what we have done, but rather it is as a result of the love of God that was put into action. Paul said in Romans chapter 5, he says, Adventure a good man would die for his friends, but God has commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So you can see how the scripture runs. Jesus died for us not when we had everything right in our lives. He says, while we were yet sinners, while we were still dead in our sins, Christ came to die for us. So if we put all this together, you would see that God moved thousands of years, if not millions of years, before we realize that God is looking for us. He has moved to reach down to us. I said in the first podcast that it is not us going to search for God, but rather God came down from heaven in the person of Jesus Christ, looking for a condemned and fallen humanity to bring them back to the place of glory. That was exactly what happened. He told his disciples, he says, the sick has need for the doctor. It is not those who are well. For those who are healthy, you have no need for a doctor, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but I came to call the sinners to repentance. And at that time, Paul summarized this. He says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There was no righteous, no, not even one person. 
in the face of the earth. No righteous man ever lived in the face of the earth until Jesus comes. Now, let me qualify this because when I'm speaking about this, I'm sure someone is talking about Abraham was righteous, correct? Noah was righteous, correct? But on what basis was their righteousness? Now, I'm not talking about righteousness today, but let me just kind of give a little bit of an expose on this. Now, righteousness was spoken of in two perspectives in the Bible. There are two kinds of righteousness. Now, the righteousness we saw in the lives of the Old Testament saints is not exactly the same righteousness we, under the New Covenant, are experiencing today. The Bible says that Abraham walked with God and he was made perfect. He was, you know, he, he walked with God and he came to that point where God blessed him as a result of what he's done. But there was something that happened in the Abrahamic covenant. And the Bible says that God actually blessed Abraham because he wants to bless him. Now, I don't want to go there in this podcast but what i'm trying to emphasize is this that there is a righteousness that is not based on works there is a righteousness that is based on the finished works of christ now that is the righteousness that we have today as a result of the death of jesus on the cross and his resurrection he paid the price once and for all, and God gave us, God put in us his own spirit, so that we are now one spirit with him. We are now righteous in Christ Jesus. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul said, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now, that scripture summarized something for me. That when we became part of God's family, there is a change of generation that happens. There is a change in our entire life. Creation switched from death to life. Now, old things, speaking of the old life, Speaking of the old, old human nature passed away, a new nature was given to us. And that nature is the nature of God that is right in its entirety. We received righteousness by putting our faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Now, this does not score any points on what we have done or what we have excellently executed as a result of our works and efforts in trying to please God. It has nothing to do with that. Now, I want to read a scripture here in Matthew chapter 11. Now, I want to read this scripture from the message translation. It will give us a perspective of what I'm talking about today. Now, in verse 28 of Matthew 11, it says, I'm reading from the message trans translation, 
He says, are you tired, run out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Let me, let me read it again. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. Now this was Jesus speaking. He says, are you tired, worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. There was a full stop there. Now, this was Jesus speaking to the people that he was talking to at that point in time. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Now, does that explain the things that we are experiencing today in the world? People are tired of this religious calisthenics that has befallen the church of God today. People are run out of rules and endless regulations. People are completely burned out on religion. Why? Because it's been heaped on them. These are the things you must do as a Christian. These are the things you must not do as a Christian. It's all about the doings and the, and the don'ts. Now, Jesus continued, he says, get away with me and you will recover your life. Get away with me. What does that remind us of? To get away with someone is to take a break from the hostels and the bustles of life. Is to get away from the horridness and a life that is filled with activities and all kinds of religious practices just to earn a place with God. He says, just get away with me and you will recover your life. He says, I will show you how to take a real rest. Wow, that's powerful. Now, this is just giving me a clear definition of what religion is not. Now, because people who have lived this life of religion and have made it a goal in their life to satisfy some certain requirements that are needed for them to become saved or for them to become holy and perfect in walking with God, I'm sure will fall when they read this. Now, Jesus himself actually saw it on the people that he was talking to, that they are really burned out. They're tired. They're tired of all the junks that have been poured on them, the things that they are meant to do and the things that they are not, they are not meant to do. They are just tired of it. He saw it just, at, just, just by looking at them, that these people need to come away with him and recover their life. They need to come away with him and he will show them what a real rest is all about. That's what I'm talking about here today. And we need to get away from that life that has, you know, clouded our, our minds and our, and, our, and our hearts and makes us see that the way to God, the way to please God is to do all the things that, you know, religion has told us to do. I'm not saying there's any, I mean, doing things religiously, it is not a sin in, in and of itself. 
doing religious things is not it's not it's not a sin that will lead you to damnation that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is that those are not the things that make you who you are today in god's family in god's family he expects of us to follow him to walk with him let me read the next verse here in verse 29 jesus says walk with me and work with me watch how i do it i don't know how well or how how much i can explain this again he says walk with me and work with me two different things now you could see that uh, this translator actually made it so clear that before the work there's got to be the walk you know if i haven't walked with jesus and all i do or focus on is working for him um exerting so much strength and energy on doing things that will not earn me any right to god because the things that have earned us rights to god already is the blood of jesus that cleanses us from all unrighteousness we have been made righteous already by the sacrifice on the cross there is nothing we can do that will bring us to the place of right of being right with god we have been made right with god romans says being justified by faith we have peace with god i love that sentence being justified by faith not by works the word justified means just as if you know just as if I've never sinned. I mean, I've, I've been made right already with God. I have been made perfectly right with God. How? By faith. And when this happened, we automatically have peace with God. God is not angry with us anymore. God is not at war with us. God is not sitting down and watching and just waiting angrily for us to get it wrong. And he comes with his baseball bat and hit us right on the head just to get us right. No. Being justified by faith, we have peace with him. There is this peace that continues with him as long as we have been justified by the faith that we put on the Son of God who died for the sin of the world. Now that's exactly what Christianity is all about. Now verse 29 says, Walk with me and work with me. I love that sequence. There is the walking and then there is the work that follows it. If I haven't walked with Jesus and all I do is just trying to work from him, for him, I'm missing the mark. Now if you look at the preceding verse, it says, Get away with me, and I will. I mean, you will recover your life, and I will show you how to take a rest. It's a time of walking with Jesus. Let me put it this way: Christianity is a lifestyle of walking with Jesus every day of your life. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of life 
that Jesus came to show us how to live, how to live the life that God has gifted us with as a result of the death of Jesus on the cross. That is, that is simply it. Now he says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. That's verse 29. Say, keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. I think I've explained everything that I plan to talk about today in this verse. Message translation. Matthew 11 verse 28 to 30. Now, I think about the apostles. When Paul and, uh, and, and, Paul and, and Barnabas started a church in Antioch and they preached and, and, and taught there for at least one year, the Bible says that in that place, in Antioch, they were first called Christians. That was the first time it was mentioned in the Bible in the city of Antioch. And what happened? They were called Christians. And why were they called Christians? Was it because of what they have done? Was it because of what they're doing? That wasn't their intention. They were called Christians for one reason. He said, because they have been with Jesus. That was a simple reason. You know, at that point in time, it was the, the connotation of that word actually meant little Christs. And the Surprising thing about it is that it wasn't meant to honor them. It wasn't meant to, to exalt them. It was meant to demean them. That word Christian was first used with the intention of, of, of I mean, it's a derogatory word. It's a word that is, meant to, that is meant to demean the reputation of the people who they felt have been with that Jesus of Nazareth that was crucified on the cross. But my point is this. They called them Christian for the first time because of one reason, because they have been with Jesus. They've been with Christ. And let me make one stark revelation here. Is Jesus a Christian? And maybe we haven't asked ourselves that question. Is Jesus a Christian? Can we say Jesus is a Christian? No, he's not. Why? Because the word Christ is simply a title that was given to him. It means the, the anointed one, the Messiah. The Messiah. So a Christ is, I mean, a Christian is someone who is living like the Messiah, who is living like Christ. Now, Christ cannot live like Christ. Christ is Christ, and he's Jesus, the anointed one, or the Messiah. And that's where that word Christian actually, you know, was called out from. Now, would we be called Christians in heaven? I don't think so. Now, if I'm not called a Christian, does that mean that I'm not saved? No. So, what I'm trying to actually point out here is that Christianity is a lifestyle. We call it Christianity today because that is the name with which it's been recognized all this, I mean, these thousands of years that we've known, you know, about Jesus Christ and how to live a life that is worthy, you know, of Him. It is as simple as that. It's a lifestyle. It is not a life 
of obligations and regulations. It's not a life where you know so much is heaped on people in terms of what they have to achieve, what they have to what they have to do to ensure that things are okay and then God will be pleased with them. No, God is pleased with us in Christ Jesus. If you have been accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God is pleased with you. Do you have to live a clean life? Of course you have to. But is that the reason why you are saved? Certainly not. Your salvation is hinged on the finished work of Christ and not your performance on a daily basis. I don't know if this makes sense, but this exactly is what I'm trying to explain today, that religion cannot give Christianity its full meaning or definition. It is not a religion, it is a lifestyle, a way of life. Let me stop here for today, but I hope that we will see this in a whole different light. If you are a Christian out there and you are wondering well, have I embraced a religion in this? You haven't embraced any religion. You have embraced Jesus Christ as your Lord, as your Lord and Savior. And you are living this life by the help of the Holy Spirit. A life that is completely blessed by God. You are blessed. You are empowered by the Holy Spirit to walk in this world as, the, as a victorious person who has been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of of light. It is just so powerful that when we see Christianity from this standpoint, it releases us from this bondage of fear. This bondage of, am I doing the right thing? Is God happy with me or not happy with me? The Bible says that God is pleased with us. He is happy with us. Why? Because of what we have done? No. But because of what Jesus did for us. The basis of his joy and happiness and peace with us is simply because of the cross and not because of our works. God bless you. I hope to come your way again next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's teaching. We hope you were blessed and are refreshed as you listened. If you're considering supporting Mountain Springs Church in any way by giving, prayers, or being a part of our launch team, please contact us at info at mountainspringschurch.ca or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Mountain Springs Church CA. Thank you for listening today and God bless you.